Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about our free guided quarterly preview. You can get it at fullfocusplanner.com slash guided quarterly preview. This is really going to help set you up to win this next quarter in just about one hour. In this audio experience, Blake Stratton is going to guide you through reflecting on the past quarter and plan for the one ahead. So you're not going to want to miss it. And again, you can get access at fullfocusplanner.com slash guided quarterly preview. Courtney Blake, it is hard to believe that we are now at the end of quarter three and we're heading in to the final stretch. Cue the music. That would be the the, uh, final countdown song. Which is always yeah. We didn't probably buy the rights to that, but you're right. You're right. We're all hearing it in our heads and in our hearts. It is. But are we? How does it go? I actually can't think of it in this moment. We can't even sing it due to I can't even sing it. Infringement on that. Yeah. Okay. I could sing it poorly enough that we don't infringe (laughs) on the copyright. Okay. Well, all you have to do is say the final countdown, and that automatically triggers in people's minds to start that. I just got it. Yes, thank you. That helped me. Yeah, it is true. I I do think Q four is usually for me, both personally and professionally, the busiest time of the year. The time that I have to be on top of it. You know, I've got to be a Game Courtney, a game Courtney, a player Courtney, whatever the version of, yeah, whatever my Avengers name is, that Courtney, that's the one that has to come to Q4. Otherwise, the likelihood of everything imploding is it's possible. That's that's the season it's going to happen if it's going to happen. That's why, Courtney, it's so important to go into the telephone booth, you know, do that costume change. Yes. But the telephone booth in this instance is what we call the quarterly preview. All right. That's where you get to put on your cape, become the superhero you need to be. Yeah. You like how I connected those dots, don't you? Yeah. That was, that was, that was brilliant. <laughs> yep. I thought you were just going to like brilliant. lay it down and let us just be impressed. And But you had to call it no, out. No, no. But I, I, had, I, had, I had to call it out and therefore revoke any respect I had gotten for connecting the dots. That's my style. So this phone booth that you're going into, you got to do a costume change. It's the quarterly preview. And the quarterly preview is a tool that's in the back of your planner. If you are new to using the full focus planner, or maybe you don't even use the full focus planner, in which case Courtney has uh, a link for you, I'm sure she'd be willing to share. But this tool is hugely important when you're heading into a new quarter because it allows you to stop the busyness for a second, reflect on the past, and plan for the future so that you don't just react and hustle your way through just trying to grin and bear it through the busiest time of the year, but you can actually look ahead, be proactive, be intentional, and accomplish what's most important to you. That's what the quarterly preview is all about. If you've never done one, Uh, This is the episode for you because we're going to make it more approachable and give you a couple tips to help you execute. Today, we're going to talk about two tips that will help you have the best quarterly preview yet. (laughs) 
If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market, Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content, and if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most important and productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stride. Verbs, I'm glad you went out and just said it. It is the most important podcast on the internet. I know some people are trying to solve world hunger. Some people are, uh, you know, trying to save the economy. Some people are trying to fix global warming. But you know what? You have to be, in order to do any of those things, is productive. So yes, you got to listen to Focus on this. It's a must. (laughs) All right. So... Uh, Blake, you did a great job at the top just explaining the elements or kind of what the quarterly preview um, can do for us. But where would you say is a good place to begin on the whole quarterly preview process? Thanks. The first tip is to carve out extended quiet time. To carve out extended quiet time. This is the kicker about the quarterly preview as opposed to other tools in your planner You can remember to set a daily big three at 8.54 and off the cuff jot down a few things. The quarterly preview does not work that way. In fact, if you've been using the planner for a while and haven't done the quarterly preview, my guess is we don't have to explain to you just how valuable that would be. My guess is you know it would be so valuable. It's just, ah, I just didn't make the time. I didn't make the time. And then before you know it, your new quarter is off to the races and it starts to feel useless to go back and and take time to reflect and set new goals and all that good stuff. So the first tip is simply this. Take out your calendar right now and look for a block, some white space. We recommend at least two hours. Does that sound about right to you guys, Courtney and Verbs, when you do a quarterly preview? Yeah, that sounds right for me. Although I tend to try to make it like a whole day. Like I try to pair it Mm -hmm. with things that are really exciting or fun for me so that I make sure there's no way I'm not going to do it because I've paired it with these really exciting things. But usually two hours works well for me. I will say if you work with an executive assistant, um, that it works well to also have an hour with them as well. So you can kind of sync up on things like your ideal week or just calendaring for the next quarter. So depending on if you want to do that or not, you may add an additional hour to that time. And I've, I've, I usually do that and it works really well. Yeah. I agree with Courtney said, yeah, two hours would be the minimum. Cause again, even in this process, you want to give yourself some time to just kind of think and dream a little bit and then figure out how that shapes into, you know, the next quarter. But yeah, two hours minimum for sure, especially if it's your first time doing it and you're kind of getting used to that process. 
A lot of you listening are looking at your calendar and the timing of the next quarter and going, uh, yeah, there's no three-hour blocks just begging to be used up right now, <laughs> yeah. right? So ask yourself this question. What would need to be true in order for you to find that time? What would have to be true? Does it require getting out of bed really early one day? Does it require requesting off of a meeting or arranging childcare? To be honest, this is worth, if there's not a super important or urgent requirement for you to be at your job, what I used to do is I would just uh, talk to my boss. Now, most recently, my boss happened to be employed at a company called Full Focus, so they kind of understood it. (laughs) But I said, hey, I'm going to take a half day on Friday to do my quarterly preview. And you know what my boss said? Thank goodness you super need it, Blake. Please go and do that. But your boss may not know what a quarterly preview is. But if you say, hey, I'm I'm finishing up this quarter and it's so important to me that I do whatever I can to help us hit our big goals this next quarter. And I know it's going to be a big one. So I want to give some dedicated strategy time to that. Can you help me find a two-hour block where it would be fine for me to unplug or, or whatever? Uh, get creative with it if you are having trouble arranging the time. And I would say as a last ditch effort, break it up, you know, still do the quarterly preview, but take an hour Mm -hmm. early there, take an hour early there and work your way through it. But you can do it. Just carve out the time. Can I just say that uh, the more that I have done quarterly previews, I actually feel like it, it takes longer because I am able to understand what it is I need to do like the work of it. The first few times I did it, it was like, great, write my things, do this. And, it, you know, I wanted to do it. It felt good. But I, over time, I'm going, oh, I really need a little bit more time because I see how this fits into the larger picture. So uh, if you've done it once or twice before and we're like, it takes me an hour or, not, or however long, perhaps give yourself some more time and and it'll start to make more sense. Well, I definitely think it's one of those tools that can kind of grow tentacles if you want to. Um, For example, you could spend, again, like I said, like you may want to extend it and meet with your executive assistant and kind of true up some of those things. You may want to spend more time project planning. You know, it's kind of, it lends itself. You're in that headspace thinking about the next quarter. And so, Certainly, you can make it work for you, but I think as you're getting started, matter of fact, later on in the episode, I'll just go ahead and say this, but we actually have a guided quarterly preview with our very own Blake Stratton at fullfocusplanner.com slash guided quarterly preview. Do you have that? You got it? Okay, good. Uh, how Blake, do you remember how long that is? It's only about... 17 or 18 hours long on the unabridged version, (laughs) just because I really want stuff to sink in. Plus there's about three hours worth of guided meditation within that, where I have people (laughs) imagine themselves scuba diving towards their goals. No, it's, I genuinely, Nick, you can help me. I think that's 30 minutes maybe because I'm simply going through the step. It's probably less than 30 minutes, but I'm simply going through the steps and then encouraging you to hit pause take as much time as you need, but explaining some rationale. We've heard it all in terms of objections, sticking points with the different steps. So I try to walk through that as best I can uh, in that recording. So check it out. (laughs) 
So our second tip is to make a packing list. And this is actually really important because what you don't want to happen is you planned this really great day. You've you figured out a way to get two hours off work or, you know, uh, away for the day. And then you get all set up and then you're like, wait, I'm missing all these things. So tip number two is to make a packing list. So some things that you're going to want to bring is your previous planner. You're going to want to bring a new planner because uh, you're want to you're going to want to get that set up. You may want to bring a journal or something to capture reflections. You certainly could use the notes in the back of your full focus planner if you haven't filled those up. Um, but if you have, bring a journal or somewhere that you can kind of spend some time journaling through any thoughts or um, lessons that you've learned in the last quarter. And then you're going to want to bring your laptop or whatever you can view your calendar and upcoming projects. So, and really there may be more things to this. And I'll be curious to hear from Verbs and Blake if there's anything else, but really what you're trying to do is anything that's going to help you reflect on the past or plan for the future, you want to make sure that you bring that to your quarterly preview, wherever you're doing that at. Verbs, Blake, any other items, any other must-have items on the list? No. I mean, I would say, again, just underscoring what you mentioned at first is just the critical importance of bringing both of those planners um, because you do want to you want to look at what happened in the past and you'll need to go as far back as, you know, the previous quote, uh, the previous quarter just to find out what adjustments you want to make going forward. But you definitely uh, want to have both of those on hand because I might know somebody who forgot one of those and then the whole quarterly preview oh, time yeah. was, mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. productive at all. <laughs> it was the, the most unproductive time. I like that you called it a packing list, Courtney, because my most fun and successful quarterly previews have always been when I change the normal context Mm -hmm. of my environment. What my wife and I started to do, Nick, you had mentioned, the more you do it, the more time you want to take with the quarterly preview. What my wife and I normally do is towards the end of the quarter, we will take a day and we go, we get a hotel. I mean, half the time we're here in Nashville. We don't even, I mean, maybe we should take a trip. That'd be more fun probably. But sometimes when we can't take a trip, we just We'll get a hotel here in town. But just the context change is so helpful because it triggers the thinking change as well and allows you to elevate out of the urgent day-to-day mood and interruptions and distractions to elevate your thinking. And that would be one thing. So when you say packing list, I'm like, yeah, literally pack it and leave, go somewhere else. It may help your process. If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market, Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback 
on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. Hey guys, I am being joined by one of my favorite people to talk about the Full Focus Planner with. It is actually, Adam, I don't know your title. What is your title? <laughs> I am now the pro, uh, product development de- design and, uh, no, product <laughs> design and development and supply chain director. Product design. I'm just going to say product design director. Is that okay? I'm, le- I'm leaving it in. Don't worry. All, you're leaving all that in? Yeah. Oh, so keep going? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So all of that is what you do, which makes you one of my favorite people to talk about because you always come into the office and you'll be like, hey, Courtney, Courtney, do you have like like one minute? And I'll be like, yeah. And then you will usually spread out like some really fun colors or a new material or you've got a sample of something. It's like honestly some of my all-time favorite things to talk about and you are always the one bringing those. And so I think you and I may have talked about the planner more than I've talked about the planner with anyone else outside of this podcast. Uh, so everybody, welcome to the show, uh, my friend Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I said that like you weren't also my coworker and my coworker, Adam Hill. Right on. I so, work here. That's it. That's right. <laughs> so Adam, will you share a little bit about who you are and Give us a little more about what you do, because uh, that title, there was a lot there. Yeah, basically, um, if an idea comes from inside the company or outside the company uh, uh, on our content team or our marketing team or even the coaching team, uh, the big idea was the planner. At, at one point, Joel and uh, Michael and Megan had this planner they had developed, and they wanted to figure out how to take it to the next step. So. I was brought in. And then since then, we've done things like add new colors, add new formats. Uh, There's a wide variety of different things that we're looking at doing in the coming year where we add new formats or concepts or ways to take the existing uh, teaching of the planner and put it into new ways for customers and clients to interact with it. So, and besides that, you have to, when you're making something, you have to make sure it's affordable. You have to make sure you can do it for the long haul. You have to make sure it's something that's not going to break the bank to fulfill. You have to also make sure it stays in stock. You have to make sure it behaves well once you do get it in stock. So I keep my finger on the pulse of all those things, basically just keeping from the cradle to the grave. If it's real and it's full focus, I keep my eyes on it. So that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell. That's a really good description. And I will say for anybody that has joined us over on the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook, usually if y'all give us an idea um, and we are like, hey, this is a good idea, usually it makes its way to Adam um, in some form and he'll kind of tally those up or keep mental record of those over time. And that's how eventually you see things in a new rollout of uh, format um, is because that's Adam. That's Adam at work. Um, Adam, I am curious because over the years, you know, after the planner launched, we've added, you know, other little tools, accessories, all those kind of things. I'm curious, 
out of all the things that we've launched outside of the planner, what would you say is your favorite? Oh, man. I really like the uh, little black notebooks that we make uh, right now because they are handcrafted in Mexico uh, by kind of a small company. Uh, It's kind of a mom and pop company in Mexico City, and they do beautiful, excellent, elegant work with little notebooks. And they also make our desk tools. So that's one of my faves. Um, The other ones are just, you know, there's some exciting things we have coming up next year that I would probably use now, but we want to keep that under our hat. Uh, (laughs) It's been been very, very fun to um, learn about some manufacturing of some things that are a little outside of what we've done in the past. Now, Adam, I don't know if you would say this is, I think you would say this is true about yourself. You know, you're kind of a a creative at heart, really, even though you're got your pulse on all these like inventory and making sure we get the right order. Like at your heart, I, I feel like you're a creative, right? Am I accurate there? Yeah, I'm a very odd um, person. <laughs> I started school as an art major. I ended school as a history uh, with a history degree. And that is sort of indicative of my entire journey. Uh, yeah, I'm super throw the paint at the wall kind of person. But at the end of the day, I'm also like, well, I want you to fiscally responsibly throw paint at the wall and I want you to make good decisions for mm-hmm. yourself. So I don't know what's right. I mean, it, it's 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 either, <laughs> it's either an answered prayer to a group of, like ours where you've got a lot of really quick start uh creative people who need somebody to kind of come in and go, well, and, you know, we'll wait. And, the, you know, and I'm kind of that voice. But at the same time, I'm not just a bean counting, uh, telling you what you can't do all the time. I, I also try to realize, well, we've got to have fun and be creative or we aren't going to grow or uh, find new ways to do things. So I, I not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I encompass both sides of that equation. Yeah. Really. Well, that's what I I love that explanation because I think for people listening to this podcast, you know, sometimes it's helpful to identify with certain elements of a personality. And I feel like you've definitely got that creative spirit and like your workflows, you definitely leave room for creativity. And so with that in mind, I'm curious for you to share, you know, what part of the planner is your favorite? You know, how does it help you do your job? You know, just share a little bit of where you find, in light of that creative spirit, how does the planner help you actually achieve what you want to achieve? Yeah, my favorite uh, aspect of the planner or tool uh, is the big three, either the weekly big three or the daily big three. Uh, I think it's really useful to sit down and think about, I have a friend who has a phrase called uh, shoot the closest snake. And I always kind of apply that to uh, picking my big three, you know, there's always that one thing out there that if you don't do that, that's really going to end up biting you. Uh, if you don't take care of that one thing or it could domino and cost lots of money later. So those are always the things that I've kind of put to the top of my list. And then I just, you know, kind of yeah, constant rolling in and out of what needs to be done. But I think that's a great tool just to help you prioritize yourself. Adam, uh, one thing that we love to talk about here is obviously we're the most productive podcast on the internet. Obviously, we love the Full Focus Planner, and it's a great tool for that. But also, sometimes you just need a a hack on how to make your dishwasher work better. Thank you, Nick, for that. So Adam, I'm curious, what is your favorite productivity hack in really any realm of the universe? Oh, gosh. Okay, this is sound funny. 
Sometimes this, we may not use this. Sometimes if I get stumped, I will go out and shoot hoops in my driveway. It's a solid hack. Uh, yes. I it, did it not even back. know that you, you played basketball. So that's oh. good for me to learn. Yeah. So, and that gets into all that. You're moving your body, you're getting up, you're getting away from your desk. And then I think just adding that extra element of trying to put the ball in the hoop, that little concentration, you think about something different and you make your mind do something physical and concentrate on that. Sometimes the answer will come to you. So I love that. It's a great hack. Now, do you also have a hack for how you keep that basketball clean? No, 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 no. they just (laughs) okay. Well, Adam, I've been talking on the show at least two shows recently about an idea I have for a full focus product. Uh, So it comes out of uh, a discussion about the value of a check mark and uh, you should check things off as you go. (gasps) You can kind of hack your, (laughs) you can kind of hack the feelings of like check and how that feels good. So I went online and I ordered a stamp, a little check mark stamp that I only use when I complete a big three. No, it's not for any of the other tasks. Those don't get a, a, a stamp. But if I complete a big three item, I go choo-choo, and I can like feel yeah, it, and it feels it feels very good. I've already done one today. There it was. I did. I've already done. So it. for yeah. sure, no. And we really want that, like you know, like how it goes down on the uh, that sound. We want that little endorphin kick that we're going to get from the. In my head, it sounds like the Law and Order Dunk Dunk for some reason. Okay. Yeah. But we do like this idea of a stamp. And Nick, I don't know if you're leaving this in the actual podcast, but I think this is a good example of how we actually make products. We come up to Adam and with this crazy idea and he's like, okay, well, let's, you know, you would need to do this and you would need to do that. And then Adam goes and works his magic. There you go. Just throwing it out there. So if we want to make one, I think I know, I think I know a way to do it, but we'll have to revisit. Okay, great. That's enough for me. Well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so helpful to just hear about different people's roles, how they do their work, and how they leverage the full focus planner and shooting basketball in their lives. So thanks again for being with us today. You got it. So glad to be here. Good to see you both. And uh, have a great day, you all out there listening. Like I said earlier, we have a free download for you that's going to walk you through how to do your quarterly preview with our very own Blake. And you can get that at fullfocusplanner.com slash guided quarterly preview. We'll also add links to this in our show notes. Also, if you're not part of our Full Focus Planner community, make sure you join because Blake has a very special thing coming up with quarterly previews that you'll want to find out over in our Full Focus Planner community. So thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join our Full Focus community right there on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. But until then, stay focused. Stay focused. If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients Transform Lives 
and stand out in a crowded market. Five impactful lessons from a seven-figure coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons.